Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your friend, Elizabeth Benton, and as always, I am so happy that we're spending a little bit of our day together, especially because we are going into the world I love so much, the world of science and how the body works. I am so sure that this episode is going to bring you to a new level of understanding that when you act on it, when you act on what we're going to talk about today, you will be able to improve your fat burning ability, have more energy, sleep better, reduce pain, improve skin health. Yes, I know those sound like big promises, but you'll see what I mean as we go through. Before we get started, in the past few episodes, I have been shamelessly asking for your help for a favor to help me reach a goal that I set. I talked a lot uh, in the last few weeks with people who are asking what I want for Primal Potential, where I want it to go, what I want to accomplish in 2018, what went well in 2017. I really want to empower people to get healthier by becoming happier, by leveraging happiness as the path to health instead of health as the path to happiness, which is leading me to the favor that I have asked of you. I don't want people anymore to see self-care as a burden or a punishment, but as an awesome opportunity. One of the ways I feel like I can help people make that shift is by getting more people listening to this podcast. And one of the most effective ways to do that is by having it show up more prominently in iTunes, otherwise known as Apple Podcasts. And one of the ways to do that is having more ratings and reviews. So I set a goal, and it is an ambitious one, to have 1,000 five-star reviews of this podcast in iTunes, otherwise known as Apple Podcasts, before the end of the year, which is just a few more weeks. And the scary part about this goal is that I can't do it without you. Like, I need you guys to say, yes, I will help. Yes, I will take the 60 seconds to do this for you. Yes, I will stop thinking about, oh, I should do that, and I will actually do it. Me reaching my goal depends on you. So if you have thought about doing it, but you haven't done it yet, please, would you please do it today? Take a day, take a minute. It takes one minute of your day. I will link over in the show notes to this episode to a how-to if you aren't doing it because you aren't sure how to do it. It goes through screenshot by screenshot how to leave a rating and review because the ratings and reviews are one of the ways iTunes display decides whether or not to display the podcast to new visitors. Now, the flip side of that is If you do not think that this show has been helpful to you in a way that means it deserves a five-star rating and review, please, please, please shoot me an email. I care very much about knowing how I can make this 
better for you, more valuable for you. So if you aren't leaving that rating and review because you don't think the show deserves it, please email me. Direct to my inbox is elizabeth at primalpotential.com. I will respond to you. I care very much about what you have to say. Please help me reach my goal so that I can help others reach theirs. And thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has already taken a minute to do that. It means more to me than you possibly can know. On to the light, literally. Today, we are talking about something that the majority of us, if not all of us, seriously overlook. We take it for granted to our own detriment, and that is literally light, different kinds of light. We've talked before about blue light on the show, but today, and we've talked about sunlight too, today we're talking about how light can seriously improve our health and how it can seriously impair our health and what we can do about it. I want to begin by making the case for how and why this matters so much, because I really feel strongly that most of us that just take it for granted, like, yep, there's the sun in the sky and there's lights in our house and my ability to improve my health is about nutrition and sleep and stress, and we overlook just how much light matters. Think about a plant for a second, a living thing, right? Without light, what happens to that plant? It dies. With too much light, what happens to that plant? It dies. Why? Because light influences cellular activity, And this is as true, maybe even more true in humans as it is in plants. We need to consider light a nutrient, a super nutrient even. It is. Light is a part of our life support system, as is food, as is water, as is sleep. When we optimize these things, we can positively influence our energy, our health, our body composition, in dramatic ways. When we don't optimize these things, we impair our health in dramatic ways. And we get the food thing, we get the movement thing, we get the sleep thing, but we tend to overlook and take for granted the tremendous impact of light. Just to give you guys an idea, give some context here, because we think plants are so much different. And yeah, plants need light, but we're humans. Yes, but we need light and we can optimize light in a way that will make a dramatic impact on our health. For example, cows that spend longer days under artificial light are 10 to 15 percent heavier then cows that don't spend the same amount of time under artificial light when their food consumption is exactly the same. So the studies show that there are these two groups of cows eating the same, and influence of light creates heavier cows versus lighter cows. Not just a little bit, 10 to 15% heavier. Imagine if changing your light exposure optimizing your light exposure could make you 10% different in your body weight. Hello, interested? I am. And the effect is real. This is not quackery. 
This is real. We can look at plants to see just how real this is. We can look at things like seasonal affective disorder and see how real this is. We can look at things as simple as sunburn and see how real this is. It is very, very real. If we look at um, dairy farms, changing the length of light exposure by just a few hours, right? Nine hours, 12 hours, 16 hours impacts the yield of milk by up to 15%. So not changing necessarily what they eat, holding that constant and just changing the duration of light exposure and the type of light exposure, natural versus artificial, changes the yield of milk by up to 15%. I'm telling you this because the impact of how our bodies function in terms of hormones, metabolism, energy, cellular health, has a significant, significant relationship to the duration of light exposure that we have and also the type of light exposure today. Think about in humans, light being used to treat jaundice in infants, to treat psoriasis, herpes, the impact of light is very powerful and very real and often overlooked. But not all light is created equal. Some light exposure creates effects we don't want. We've talked about before about how blue light suppresses melatonin production, melatonin being the hormone that helps us to fall asleep, stay asleep, and get into those deeper restorative stages of sleep where healing happens. Blue light, which is emitted primarily from electronic devices, suppresses the hormone melatonin. Other light has much more positive effects on energy, on skin health, on collagen production, hormone production, and so on. In the last episode, I talked about red light and collagen, red light and inflammation. A lot of people call this a hack. And hack and quack are two totally different things. Sometimes we hear the word hack and we naturally think of a negative connotation, either because of the word quack and the, just they sound the same or because of computer hackers and we think that's a bad thing. But hacking is really about how we optimize something, how we make it better and often how we make it better quickly. And light has that potential for us. We can, with little time and effort, seriously increase energy, seriously improve hormone balance, seriously improve skin health, metabolism, by leveraging light and optimizing the right kinds of light and minimizing the wrong kinds of light. I will tell you why I dove back into this very recently, because I've done an episode on sleep and blue light. I think it was episode 16. And then in episode 342, I talked about sunlight and some of the lesser known positive benefits of sunlight. I dove back into this recently sort of by accident. I shared with you guys that in October, I went through the process to freeze my eggs. And after Ascend, so just a couple weeks ago, not even a couple weeks ago, early November, I went back for my follow-up appointment to kind of get the rundown of how that procedure went. It ended with a short procedure under general anesthesia to extract the eggs from my ovaries after a long course of hormone treatment to increase my egg production. So anyway, I went back in for the follow-up just, I don't know, a week and a half ago, and it didn't go as I hoped that it would have. And without boring you with the details, 
the way this process works is you begin on suppression medications, suppression medications to suppress the function of your ovaries. They suppress you before they pump you up, right? So suppression first and then legit, seriously, injectable hormones to put your ovaries into overdrive. Well, for me, because I hadn't been on birth control in a very long time, and I think in part because I've done so much work to remove environmental estrogens from food, from water, from toxic skincare products, etc., my body had a very dramatic reaction to the suppression hormones because it was the first time I had introduced that kind of thing to my body, and I've gone to such great lengths to remove any accidental exposure to endocrine disruptors. So when we went into the injectable side of things, we were putting the injectable hormones on top of basically an over-suppressed system, and my body was just a little bit confused. So long story short, they said, you need to do another round. I didn't think that was going to be the outcome, and they want me to do another round without doing the suppression. So what does that have to do with light? I walked away from that appointment saying, if I'm going to do this again, if I'm going to spend that money, if I'm going to go through what was for me very hard emotionally and physically with all the needles and the hormones and yada yada, I want to do everything in my power to make sure that I'm setting myself up for success. So what that brought me to was, interestingly enough, light. Because certain types of light dramatically influence the function of, as well as the number of, our mitochondria, the energy center of the cell, the powerhouse of the cell, your body's energy factory. And there are three areas of the body that have dramatically higher concentrations of mitochondria than anywhere else in the body, one of which is the ovaries. So since this whole process is about my ovaries, I'm looking at what I can do to make my ovaries as healthy as possible. And the ovaries have dramatically more mitochondria than any place else. And one of the number one ways we can increase the number of our mitochondria, the efficiency and the effectiveness and the power of our mitochondria is the right light exposure. So I was like, huh. There we go. I need I need to look into that. I need to understand this more. If we have more mitochondria, more efficient mitochondria, women, you'll have healthier ovaries, right? It's about optimal hormone balance in general, but light changes, light optimizes mitochondrial function. Our mitochondria throughout our body listen to light, are influenced by light like nothing else. They are also, side note, random aside, we're not going to dive down this rabbit hole, but I am going to mention it. Mitochondria are also highly responsive to ketones, ketone bodies. We talk about that in episode 388, I believe it is. But mitochondria are dramatically influenced by the right kinds of light exposure. And this is not like a surgical procedure where you shove a light, you know, in your vagina onto your ovaries. No, skin light exposure because we have photoreceptors on every inch of our skin. So it's literal exposure of your skin to light that influences your mitochondria throughout your body, including the high concentration of mitochondria in the ovaries. So that's part of what brought me here. The uh, cellulite thing that I mentioned in the previous episode is part of it as well. But our mitochondria 
They produce the energy that makes your body function. The energy they produce in the form of ATP, adenosine triphosphate, your brain, your heart, your ovaries, if you're ladies, that's where the majority of your mitochondria live. You have five to 10 times more mitochondria per cell in your brain, your heart, and ladies in your ovaries than anywhere else in your body. Now, your mitochondria impact your whole entire body. So when you improve mitochondrial function in general, you improve your health, your energy, your metabolism, your cell health throughout your entire body. Now, when your mitochondria are suboptimal and they're not firing on all cylinders and they're not effective or efficient or your number of them is lower, your whole body suffers. And light is one of the primary ways that we signal our mitochondria on how to work. This is true in plants. It is true in animals. Mitochondria require light. It is one of the most powerful ways we can optimize mitochondrial function. Not forgetting the mitochondria are the energy factory, the powerhouse of the body. This is why when we think about evolution and how brilliant our bodies are and how every centimeter, every millimeter of our body is designed for our survival, that is why our skin has light receptors, photoreceptors. We talked about this in the episode on sleep, about why it's so important that we have blackout curtains and that we remove all sources of light when we are sleeping because light signals the body constantly. And when we're sleeping, light tells the body that it's time to be awake. And people say, oh, well, I wear a mask or my eyes are closed. So what does it matter? It matters because of the photoreceptors on our skin, right? The cells in every inch of our body can perceive light because it's not enough for our body. Light is so important that it's not enough for us to just perceive light through our eyes. Our toes can perceive light. Our butt can perceive light. And we know this because we sunburn, right? That's one of the obvious ways that we know that there are these light receptors on every inch of our skin. Our bodies are built for a very important reason that our largest organ, our skin, our first line of defense is covered in photoreceptors. When we make our mitochondria work better, and light is one way we do that, our mitochondria produce fewer free radicals. Free radicals trigger disease, cancer, skin wrinkles, circulation problems. And when our mitochondria are more efficient, they produce fewer free radicals. Again, that's improved cell health. That's improved energy. That's improved circulation, improved skin health, wrinkles, cellulite, etc. Less inflammation throughout the body. So that is why I dove back into this research. That is why we are here having this conversation today, so that we can use light to optimize our overall health. When we don't pay attention, we're probably not optimizing it. Worse, when we don't pay attention, we are likely creating problems that can be solved pretty easily. Last week, I was in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic, And yeah, we know, go outside, be in the sun too long, you can burn your skin. And for that reason, 
all of our skincare products now come with sunscreen and we are blocking the effect, including the positive and beneficial effects of the sun from our skin. But it's not just about sunburn, right? Sun exposure increases or decreases energy levels. Too much can zap your energy. But a little bit can dramatically increase your energy and your mood, as well as your metabolism and blood flow. I talk about the metabolism and blood flow uh, effect of sunlight in episode 342. So if you want to go back to 342, that is a good one for understanding how sun exposure in the right amount increases blood flow and metabolism. But it is not as simple as get more light. There's obviously seasonal reasons why we can't always have direct sun exposure. But the other part of it is the wavelength of light varies. There are a ton of different wavelengths. And the wavelength is what determines in part the color as we perceive it by our eyes. And the color of light has different properties. It penetrates your body in different ways. It also impacts your body in different ways. And before we talk about the different wavelengths and therefore the different colors and the different effects that they have, both positive and negative, I want to have a common sense safety disclaimer. Light can harm you. It can burn you. Even if it is not hot, it can burn you. So, don't be an idiot about this. Don't go buy some heat lamp and then like sleep with it on your face because that is a recipe for disaster. So use common sense, buy reputable products, follow the instructions, and too little is always a problem, too much is also a problem. So don't fall into the trap of if light is good, more is better, don't be a moron, right? What we're going to do today and the rest of our time together is talk about some different types of light, the impact they have on our bodies, and how you can optimize it with a whole range of solutions from totally free, you can do it today, to not free, might take a little bit more planning, intentionality, or effort. So there are different types of light. Lights in different frequencies, different colors, they signal your cells in different ways. I already mentioned episode 342, we talk about sunlight, vitamin D, the impact that the sunlight beyond the vitamin D has on fat loss and energy. So 342 is a great place to start for a better understanding of sunlight specifically. Today, I want to talk more about the science behind it. The sun gives full spectrum light. UVA, UVB, a lot of this depends on where you live. I'll talk about that in a minute. But by and large, when we talk about light coming from the sun, it does have the full spectrum, whether that's reaching you or not, whether you're blocking it or not. Chances are, because of clothing, because of sunscreen, because of geography, we are not getting enough of that full spectrum light from the sun. And the sun has properties that you're just not going to get. Like when this vitamin D supplements can be great. But one of the big challenges that has come about with the push for vitamin D supplementation is that people think, oh, I don't need the sun for vitamin D because I take a supplement. Well, the sun, yes, it helps to activate vitamin D, right? The sun helps in the direct formation of vitamin D itself, but it also activates vitamin D. Supplementation, though, 
you're not necessarily getting vitamin D sulfate. Now, we know that there is like, you know, D3, which is the active form, and that's what we really want. But there is activity on vitamin D by the sun that you do not get from the sunlight. It is really important to understand that synthetic vitamin D does not give you the totality of benefits that you get from the sunlight even in terms of vitamin D, but more importantly, in terms of other benefits of sunlight beyond vitamin D. For example, sunlight helps us to convert cholesterol to cholesterol sulfate. Why does that matter? People think cholesterol is a dirty word. It is not. Cholesterol is the duct tape of the human body that helps with repair and healing and recovery. But your body uses cholesterol sulfate as the precursor for all of your sex hormones, estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, etc. So sunlight is not just about vitamin D. Sunlight takes cholesterol in your body, converts it to cholesterol sulfate. Cholesterol sulfate is the precursor for your sex hormones. So fertility, sex drive, mood, energy, all of the things influenced by our sex hormones are positively impacted by full-spectrum sunlight, right? This is especially true of testosterone. And ladies, if you're hearing, well, I don't need higher testosterone, testosterone is not just about male sex drive. Let's be really clear. Testosterone is also about muscle tone, body composition, mood, all sorts of things. So ladies, you do need optimal testosterone. It is beyond sex drive. It is about body composition, fat storage, fat burning, muscle development, muscle maintenance, and on and on. In episode 342, we talk about how sunlight increases nitric oxide in your body. Nitric oxide is a vasodilator, which means you have better blood flow. Better blood flow creates higher energy, increases metabolism, increases energy, increases cognitive function, focus. That is really important, right? Plus, better blood flow means that oxygen and nutrients are transform, uh, trans, uh, what am I trying to say here, are being transported throughout the body more efficiently, which is critical. I mentioned metabolism, but also detoxification, when you have better blood flow, you have more efficient detoxification. That is not only good for overall health and immunity and cellular health, but also certainly for energy because toxic buildup absolutely impairs energy, mood, metabolism, focus, pain, right? Pain and swelling, all of that. Now, I'm going to put a map in the show notes of something called the D zone, right? And it's about where you live in the world and what kind of rays you're getting from the sun in those areas, because many of us are going to need more exposure to UVB light based on where we live in the world, right? The The D zone is pretty small. And so if you are like if you are, for example, in the United States, if you are in the southern 25 percent of the United States versus the northern 75%, then you probably can benefit more from direct sun exposure more frequently, more often throughout the year than those of us who live in the northern 75%. But I will put that map over in the show notes. 
UVB light exposure is really important, and we cannot count on the sun for this because of where we live. And because of when we get outside, we might not be out there for very long. We're usually wearing clothes that cover up the majority of us. But UVB light is different from UVA light, right? UVB light is less likely to give us tissue damage and sunburn and things like, th like that. UVB light has more of a positive benefit. It's the UVB that increases vitamin D production. UVB light also decreases inflammation. It increases the production of neurotransmitters like dopamine. So UVB light has a huge impact on mood. We see negative impacts of lack of light exposure with things like seasonal affective disorder. UVB light has a positive impact on bacterial skin issues and viral skin issues, things like psoriasis, acne, because the UVB light helps to kill antibiotic-resistant bacteria. UVB light also has a protective effect on skin cancer. We tend to only think about light and skin cancer as having negative impacts, but UVB light actually has a ton of health benefits. Now, it's really important to mention you can purchase a UVB light and you can use it in your home. A lot of people do this if they have skin conditions. A lot of people do this when they have seasonal affective disorder. But the reality is we shouldn't wait until we have a disease condition we're trying to address to take positive changes in our, light, in our lives. However, when you're using any kind of light therapy, whether you're standing out in the sun, whether you have a UVB light or a, a red light, which we'll talk about in a minute, use it carefully. Light, as with all things, can be dangerous. More is not more. So buy reputable products, follow the instructions, etc., etc. Let's shift for a second and talk about blue light, because I am not here to say that all light is great light. Blue light is a form of artificial light. Blue light is not a color that our eyes are good at seeing. What that means is it takes a lot of work for our eyes to see blue light, which is why many people experience eye fatigue, especially things like computer programmers, graphic designers, people who spend their days staring at their computer, and really a lot of us just in general because we're always looking at either the television or the smartphone or the computer, even if we don't feel the cognitive load, the drain of energy from looking at this blue light. The fact is the fact. Our eyes are not good at processing this blue light. They have to work very hard to see it, and it makes the mitochondria in your eyes weaker. Blue light is the type of artificial light emitted primarily by electronic devices, televisions, smartphones, iPads, laptops, etc., one of the things about light in general is that it really significantly influences our circadian rhythm or our sleep-wake cycle. Light in general tells the body that it is daytime. Blue light does this in a very significant way because as with artificial sweeteners, let's use that as an example, artificial sweeteners are dramatically more sweet than regular sugar because it makes it more cost-effective for food manufacturers. They only have to use a little bit to mimic what they would have to use if they were using real sugar. So it makes it very cost-effective. Artificial sweeteners are exponentially more sweet than natural sweeteners. Well, with blue light, what we see is the type of light 
sends those signals because it's artificial, it's more concentrated, it's often more intense, it drains our energy. Blue light is much more effective at telling the body it's daytime than other forms of light. What that means is blue light uniquely suppresses melatonin production. We've talked about this at length. We talk about it in episode 342. We talk about it in episode 16. Episode 16 is all about sleep. But when we are constantly exposed to blue light, as most of us are, we are suppressing melatonin production. Melatonin is a hormone that helps us to fall asleep and stay asleep. And even if you're thinking, oh, I don't have any trouble falling asleep, melatonin also is what allows us to get into the deeper restorative stages of sleep that allow us to feel rested, that allow our bodies to heal and recover. So even if you are falling asleep just fine, if you are constantly exposed to blue light on your phone, on your computer, especially your television, especially before bedtime, you might not be getting into those deeper, more restorative stages of sleep. So when you wake up, you still feel tired or your body is not able to heal and recover while you are sleeping, so maybe you don't recover as quickly from your workouts, or more significantly, maybe your body is not able to heal and recover from cellular dysfunction, and therefore your downstream effect is going to be the development of disease because your body is not as equipped to heal and recover and repair because of all of your blue light exposure. It is that serious, right? No bueno. There are solutions to this, and it's not just get off your phone, get off your computer, don't watch TV. We're going to talk about solutions towards the end, but I run a software on my computer called Flux, F-L-U dot X, that at sunset, it does it based on your time zone. At sunset, it changes the color emission from my computer so that it's not so much of that blue light. You can also get blue light locking, blocking sunglasses. So if I'm going to watch a movie at night, that's something that I'll often do. Um, and just in general, not being on your devices constantly. Get a book, right? Or uh, depending on the type of phone you have, a lot of phones have a night mode that dims the light and changes the color emission of the light. I keep my phone on night mode all the time. All right, so that's blue light. We'll talk about blue light solutions in a few more minutes. Let's talk about red light. I brought this up in the last episode about holiday gifts because I was talking about the Juve red light that I have been using. Red light is very different from blue light. Red light is particularly amazing at recharging your mitochondria. Mitochondria, again, the powerhouse of the cell, the energy factory that influences everything we see and feel and perceive. Strong mitochondria, healthier, more energetic, better body composition, faster metabolism, etc., etc. Red light also can influence our cells at the DNA and RNA level. This is really important because when we have a cell error, if it is not corrected, if our body does not optimally produce DNA and RNA or create a go through the cell replication, cell division cycle in an optimal way, that is the origin for diseases like cancer. And when we have red light stimulation, this helps to stimulate DNA and RNA synthesis to support that healthy cell division process. Red light also helps with lymph drainage, detoxification by stimulating blood flow. Not only is detox essential for health, but detox helps with pain. Detox helps with skin health, 
right? The more toxins we have, the more quickly our skin appears to age, the more we have the appearance of cellulite, uh, the more we struggle to burn fat because toxins are stored primarily in our adipose tissue. So the better we are at detox, the more efficiently our body is able to burn fat because it doesn't have to deal with the toxic burden in the fat tissue. So by stimulating blood flow and lymphatic drainage, red light is going to reduce pain, reduce swelling, and help with fat burning by helping with detox and blood flow. So we experience more energy. We experience faster healing time. Red light, so it's a type of light, right? And light travels in particles. The particles of light are known as photons. Forgive me while I geek out, right? So particles of light are photons. And red light donates. It's unique in its ability because all light travels in particles of light. But red light is unique because what it does is it donates those photons, those particles of light, to your mitochondria, which allows them to produce more energy. More energy, better mood, better workout performance, faster metabolism. So red light is unique in the way that it donates its photons to your mitochondria so that they can produce more ATP. Red light, we talked about in the previous episode, also triggers collagen synthesis at the cell level. Collagen synthesis is not only going to help with joint health, pain, inflammation, mobility, but Collagen production is also going to help with the appearance of your skin, fewer wrinkles, and also reducing the appearance of cellulite. Red light therapy has been approved by the FDA. All right. Super important to keep that in mind. But with anything, you've got to be careful. You've got to buy quality products. You've got to do your homework. You've got to follow the instructions. Absolutely positively. I shared with you guys my first experience with red light. I talked about this in the last episode. My first experience with red light was via a spa treatment. But I don't go to the spa a few times a week. That would be very cost prohibitive. And in fact, no, that wasn't my first experience. Years and years ago, when I lived in North Carolina and was married, both my ex-husband and I went to a chiropractor who would charge $75 for like two minutes of red light treatment on an injury. And my ex-husband at the time was doing it on his ankle and I was doing it on my knee. And it was literally 75 bucks for two or three minutes. Wasn't covered by insurance. And we paid it because it worked. I totally forgot about that. He used a handheld laser. Uh, In the spa treatments, it's usually a light that hangs on the wall. That is what I have in my home now as well. So that's something to keep in mind, too. The light that I have is the Juve light, J-O-O-V-V. I will link to it in the uh, show notes over on primalpotential.com if you want to check one out, if it makes sense for you, whatever your health goals are, whatever your financial ability is, you can check it out. And there is a coupon code PRIMAL, P-R-I-M-A-L, to save $25 there. So let's talk about how to take advantage of this, because not everybody is going to be willing or able to spend a lot of money. But the important thing to remember is there's a lot we can do to optimize the importance of light and the role of light for free. 
And I want to talk about this in terms of low-cost things, no-cost things, as well as more expensive things. And it's a great time to have this conversation. Holiday time, maybe you and your significant other decide that you want to optimize the light in your home to have more energy, to have less inflammation, et cetera, et cetera. Or maybe these are some things you put on your holiday list, or maybe you just do the stuff that's free. Either way. So the software that I use on my computer to block that blue light is called Flux, and I will link to it in the show notes. I also adjust my iPhone settings to be on night mode all the time. You can, for anywhere from like $8 to $60 or $70, get blue light blocking glasses to wear around your home, especially if you want to read at night or watch TV at night and you want those lights on. A book that I recommend if you want to read more about this, Headstrong by Dave Asprey. So you can spend less than 20 bucks and learn a lot more about it. You can, for your home, purchase full spectrum light bulbs so that there's less of this. I mean, it is artificial light, but it's artificial light designed not to be blue light, but rather to reflect the full spectrum from the sun. Now, it's not the same as the sun, but it is closer. I will link to some of those light bulbs over in the show notes at primalpotential.com. Another thing that you can do is take the supplement astaxanthin. Astaxanthin, and somebody asked me about this related to heart health very recently. Astaxanthin does have heart health benefits, but it also has uh, eye health benefits and skin health benefits. So one of the things that astaxanthin helps with is that eye fatigue from looking at um, blue light all day. But the other thing that astaxanthin does is help prevent sunburn. So if you want to spend more time in the sun without blocking the rays of the sun with sunscreen, take an astaxanthin supplement. It's going to help you prevent sunburn. Now, don't stay out for four hours and think it's a miracle. It's not. I'm all for sun exposure, but limiting it to like 10 to 20 minutes or whatever your particular sensitivity is before you burn, astaxanthin will help to prevent sunburn. But again, hear me. This does not mean don't put on sunscreen, lay in the sun for three hours and think you're not going to get a sunburn. Not real. Getting natural exposure to sunlight, no matter where you are, when the sun comes up, go expose your hands and your face to the sun outside for two or three minutes. Then when the sun sets, do your best to begin turning out the lights, getting off your electronics as soon as you can after the sun sets. Now, can we do that perfectly, especially in daylight savings? No, we can't, but we can always make an improvement. You could purchase a UVB light and stand in front of that for five to 10 minutes a day. I'll link to some of those UVB lights over on the show notes. Get blackout curtains for your bedroom. I will link to those. Consider the juve light. I will link to that. Salt lamps are a great source of light at night without the blue light or the intense artificial light. I have a salt lamp. Some things that I am doing, I have a really great opportunity right now in my own life because I'm building this tiny house and it's going to be done soon. And I'm thinking about what kind of lighting that I want. So in the standard lights, I'm getting those full spectrum lights. And then for reading or at night, I am getting the salt lamps. And then when I want to watch a movie or things like that, I will wear those blue light blocking glasses. So those are some of the things that I am doing. Obviously, blackout curtains and things like that in the bedroom. Uh, Bedding that is antimicrobial. I'll link to the specific bedding that I bought 
that will help with sleep and comfort and body temperature not getting too hot is a real big part of sleeping well, um, which isn't directly related to light. But since I sort of was making all these changes at once, I will link to those over in the show notes at primalpotential.com. So there are lots of things you can do to optimize this effect, this powerful effect of light. Some of them are totally free, like getting off your devices or setting, changing the settings of the iPhone or whatever phone that you have to night mode or um, turning off the lights earlier, covering up any lights in your bedroom so that it's as black as possible when you are sleeping, things like that that you can do for free, all the way up to getting a UVB light or switching out the light bulbs in your home, getting a salt lamp for when you want to read in the evening or getting the juve light all of that. Everything will be linked up on the show notes over at primalpotential.com. So check that out. And do not forget, number one, please leave that rating and review over in iTunes. It would mean so much to me. If you don't think the show deserves it, shoot me an email, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me what I can do to help you make this a more valuable use of your time. And also don't forget that the first and the best Fat Loss Fast Track of 2018, not the best of 2018, but the best ever because I'm making some changes, kicks off in early January. So the first Fast Track of 2018 and what I believe will be the best yet because of some changes that I am making kicks off in early January, but registration opens up in mid-December to the wait list. So get on the wait list for that 12-week Fast Track. You can get on the wait list. The link will be on the show notes or just go to primalpotential.com forward slash wait 18. Primalpotential.com forward slash wait 18. Have a great day, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.